Hi my minis! I hope that you've been having an absolutely wonderful new year so far. How are you? If you're feeling good, I'm pretty jealous of you. For those of you feeling kind of eh, I hope that by hearing my voice today, you don't have to feel under the weather. So that was actually a huge clue as to the topic I am talking about today. I am recording this early, but by the time you hear this, it'll be Groundhog Day. Do you believe in it? It's not like Santa Claus because of course they exist, but I mean, do you believe in what they do? I like to think of it as something nice to believe in because I think nature is pretty interconnected with each other. I'm going to pull a fast one on the groundhog and predict that spring will come early. I just realized that the podcast is like a time capsule in that way. But hey, if I get it wrong, don't laugh at me, okay? I'm sensitive. Anyways, today I'm going to talk about SAD or Seasonal Affective Disorder. I hope you won't be sad when I talk about it, but actually glad that I get to teach you a bit more on what it is, how it's treated and managed, and how to live with it. Okay, so first, what is SAD or Seasonal seasonal Affective Disorder? Well, it's a mood disorder that's related to the changes in seasons and begins and ends at about the same times every year, typically in the winter when there is less sunlight for a duration of at least two years. I learned that there is also a form for the summer when people are down during the summer, which I found to be pretty interesting. In the US, 1% of Floridians or people from Florida suffer from sad symptoms compared to 9% of Alaskans. That shows the linkage between the seasons and mood as Florida is no show, and Alaska is all snow. Symptoms are mostly the same, but for summer, there's weight loss instead of gain, which I attribute to choice of clothing since we cover up more in the winter. I'm not a licensed psychiatrist yet, but fingers crossed I'll get there, so I can't diagnose myself, but I can definitely feel a light form of this. My birthday is in January, and so I'm a Capricorn, but even then... I still feel a tinge of sadness when I look out the window and see the cold darkness outside. You can see that symptoms include oversleeping and weight gain. I think of this like a hibernating bear. They eat a lot to save energy and they use that to hibernate throughout the winter to not eat. This is especially true for plenty of people since our home is basically our cave now during the pandemic. So, okay, Ni, now we know what it is, but what causes it? Scientists are not quite sure yet, but they are pinpointing factors and causes that correlate to SAD. Well, one thing I did not put was our internal clock, their circadian rhythm. Less sunlight in the fall and winter will disrupt our biological clock, which sees the dark as a signal to go to sleep. A 2004 University of Michigan study on how weather affects mood found that people who spend at least 30 minutes outside in pleasant weather had happier moods. We cannot go outside as much during the winter, and so our main source of vitamin D, which fights diseases ranging from the flu to heart heart disease, reduces depression and anxiety, and boosts weight loss, is lessened. Less sunlight also means a drop in serotonin, which is a neurotransmitter that affects mood. 
The way I remember serotonin is with alliteration. Sunny serotonin, with sunny meaning happy and bright. A drop in serotonin might trigger depression. The change in season will also disrupt melatonin balance, which is huge in the sleep patterns and mood. With sleep being increased, we are more likely to be moody and grumpy, and when our thinking and mood gets foggy, we stay in bed, and so this is a very vicious cycle. I found that women are also found to be more impacted by SAD, being in fact four times more likely than men to be diagnosed because of estrogen's ties to serotonin. So that's something to think about. We have also discovered that young people, typically of the college age, like me, are most impacted. That is pretty difficult to live with for us because we have class schedules and jobs that require attention and energy. They do not care about what our mood is. We just have to push right through. Okay, Nyi, so stop being a Grinch. Okay, don't worry. I bring bearing gifts and good news to you, just like Santa Claus, even though it's like a month late. Uh, I'm here to tell you that you do not have to move to Florida or Arizona to avoid seasonal affective disorder. If you look uh, not under the Christmas tree, but on Amazon, you will find a picture of a light therapy lamp, which I actually just invested it in. Prices range from just $10 to a hefty $20,000. I bought a $15 one to ensure that that's not bad quality, but also to not spend as much money as I do on my school tuition. Disclaimer, it will not cure seasonal affective disorder, but it will ease symptoms, increase your energy, and help you feel better about yourself. It is also different from a regular lamp because it is much, much brighter than a lamp. It also has different lighting settings and mimics sunlight rather than the artificial light from our lamps. It's also cheaper than medication and taking vitamin D, melatonin, and other forms of medication. But you would also have to talk to a doctor to see which treatment is best for you among others, such as psychotherapy. So I don't want to end on a low note, but I want to talk about, I don't want to diagnose myself or anyone, but having the symptoms of SAD, I always felt like I can do better in the spring semester classes because the early morning sun and extended daylight hours are like a warm hug for me and encourages me to do work. Being in the dark and cold means sad girl hours for me. But always remember that you are not alone and that you are very loved and understood. I sound just like a homework card. Seek out the help and support you need. And remember, this is me signing out and reminding you to smile today.